All right, welcome to the Bases Loaded podcast. Uh, starting something new here, kind of uh, talking about what baseball means to me. Um, you know, hopefully we have a, a couple more people who would like to participate in this. Um, my name, obviously, is uh, Gabe Kennedy. I'm 36 years old, uh, freshman history teacher at Clear Fork. Um, and just kind of my story with baseball. Um, you know, when I, when I thought about doing this pod first, I, I – you know, ideas are running through my brain. I'm like, I should probably write some of this stuff down. Um, and the more I wrote down, the more I realized how much uh, the game of baseball really does impact somebody's life. And I, I, I feel like the game has changed a lot. You know, when you look at um, how Little League is no longer really that big of a deal, um, you know, but again, I'm 36. When I was in, in Little League, uh, it was very competitive. Uh, there's a lot of teams, a lot of kids played, um, and things have just changed a lot as far as like the travel ball stuff. But, uh, personally for me, um, I've, you know, was around baseball as a really young kid. Uh, my oldest brother, Josh is five years older than me. So, you know, when he was playing, I'd always go to the games, um, and, and, you know, watch and, and study. And I, I get excited. I have a lot of energy. I've, you know, ADD pretty good, but, uh, when it comes to baseball, there's a, an absolute focus um, to be a student of the game, and I just I love that about baseball, and that's never really left me. Um, you know, my my dad coached my brothers and coached me when we were younger. Um, he was a, a JV assistant coach with Ed Hensley, um, and you know I talk about my dad being a big influence for me for baseball. Um, Ed Hensley was a big influence. Jeff Payne, uh, Chet Yetzer, Ryan Nolan. I remember Ryan Nolan helped out. Um, he was one of the guys that when my dad was coaching uh, high school ball. Uh, Ryan was one of his players, and he uh, decided to kind of help out a little bit. I uh, wasn't with us for too long, but I just remember him helping me, uh, you know, pitch. And I, I just thought it was awesome that here's this stud, high school stud, uh, that had, you know, the time of day to come down and help out uh, an 11-year-old kid, you know, try to pitch at Copperworld. I thought that was awesome. Um, and that's something I'll, I'll never forget. But, um, you know, playing-wise, um, I, I was 8 years old on a 9- and 10-year-old all-star team. Um, you know, and I, you know, that was, that was pretty cool. And now, you know, looking back on it, um, it, this kind of bothers me, but, uh, I struck out and we got, we got worked over pretty good. And the, the other pitcher, the other team had a pitcher that was pretty good. He threw hard. He was a lefty. I hadn't, you know, I, I mean, holy smokes, I just was hitting off tees, uh, cause we didn't have the, uh, you know, coach pitch and all that stuff at that age, uh, yet, but, um, just starting to hit off tees, and, you know, I, I wasn't ready for that. But this kid was just blowing the ball by everybody, um, fastball. And I got up there. You know, obviously I wasn't a starter. I was a backup type of deal. So um, I got up there, struck out, and I balled my eyes out. Um, and I thought – I really felt like I lost the game, even though that pitcher probably had 15 strikeouts. But, um, you know, I cried, and now I'm thinking if that was my kid, I'd probably light him up. But – um, I remember, I'll never forget this. I will never forget this till the day I die. I remember the, uh, our head coach for this travel ball team was uh, Jason Sloan. And it's, it's kind of funny because he probably doesn't remember me, um, but this is something I'll remember forever. And I always wonder uh, throughout my tenure of coaching if there's you know, incidents where I may not remember a kid, but, but a, a certain kid or player will remember something I did or said for the rest of their life that impacted them, which is kind of cool to think of. But um, Jason Sloan told me, he said, baseball is the greatest game in the world because there is no time. And, you know, I, I'm an eight-year-old kid 
you know, not really probably supposed to be there. I don't know if they had injuries or what, but uh, eight-year-old kid on the All-Star team, and he had the time, you know, after the game as he saw me emotional and all worked up uh, to come over and just kind of like, you know, tell me, hey, man, there's no time in the game of baseball. That means you can get better. That means if you're struggling, like, you can get out of that slump. Uh, that means, you know, the good times, when the good times are there, that, you know, sooner or later that's going to go by. But, um, you know, every every other sport there's – you know, a play clock, a shot clock, a game clock. Uh, there's something with time, and baseball doesn't have that. Uh, so that's why baseball is the best because it sticks out. Um, you know, and, and when you think about that, that's what's awesome about it is that, you know, when you look at, you know, pitching, I, I always love to be a pitcher, and it's like you are the one that, that dictates that time. Um, you know, for me, phenomenal memories playing at Copperwald um, in Little League. Again, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old. Um, it was awesome, man, playing with uh, and competing, you know, against friends and playing with friends was was just the ultimate. And like I said, I felt like um, in the major division, it's where we uh, played at Copperwood, I feel like it was pretty balanced. I feel like, um, you know, each team had a, had a, a good lineup, good pitchers. Um, you know, there was a couple soft spots on each team, but overall I thought it was extremely competitive. Um, you know, and like I said, my dad coached me. Um, and, and something really cool, my dad worked second shift at GM, um, you know, when I was a kid, so I didn't see him a whole lot, I guess. And uh, he, you know, he coached us and he never missed a game and never missed a practice. How he did that now, I, I look back and I'm like, holy smokes, man, I don't know how he did that. But um, I remember, you know, leaving, you know, Copperwood, they'd have a 530 game and a 730 game. It was so cool to have the 730 game because it was for sure under the lights. Um, it's just awesome, man. And I remember after our game, you know, we'd clean up the dugout and everything, and we'd have a little speech, and then we'd all kind of go, and the kids would go go to Paul's and get ice cream. And, you know, a lot of the times my dad would, you know, peel out of there and have to hurry up and go back to work. Uh, but, you know, looking back now, I really appreciate that, uh, you know, the time that we had there. But um, I feel like, you know, the, the Paul's thing was really cool because as a kid, you go to Paul's and your whole team's there, and – you know, for those of you that don't know, Paul's is a, the ice cream place in Shelby. But, um, you know, you go there. The cool thing is you go inside and you see these older people there. And, you know, they'd always ask you because you still got your, your garb on. They'd be like, oh, how would you guys do? Did you guys win? Well, you can't go there if you lose. Like, like you're a loser if you do that. Uh, like you go there if you won and then you get to brag about, oh, yeah, we won, you know, 12 to 4 or whatever it was. Um, that was cool. And of course they would be like, Oh, that's awesome. And you think like they really care, but you know, whatever, they were just humoring you. But, um, I love that. Uh, it, it was awesome, man. It was awesome being a kid playing baseball. Um, you know, summertime, you know, no school. It just, it's just so cool. It felt like those days lasted, you know, more than 24 hours. But, uh, you know, even looking at, you know, backyard baseball growing up, uh, backyard baseball, wiffle ball, um, and never forget, man, my first home run, at my parents' house. And again, you know, I, my oldest brother is five years older than the next brother is three years older than me. So, um, you know, I was always trying to, you know, catch up to them, I guess, in, in any sport or anything like that. But um, I remember I hit my first home run and I, I was jacked. I ran in the house, um, told mom and dad, and I was so excited. And uh, my brother came flying in. He goes, no, 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 it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Uh, it hit the, the top of the fence and bounced back in. And I lost it. I'm like, are you, are you kidding me, dude? Like, give this to me. Like, I finally hit one. 
Um, and my parents like, Oh, it didn't count, you know, kind of played it, but I was really ticked off and he ended up obviously saying, no, it counted. But I, I just, I'll never forget that, uh, playing baseball, video games, the video games are sweet. Um, you know, the trading cards, uh, trading cards with, uh, Tony young and, you know, he was a neighbor. We'd play wolf ball, baseball and, uh, you know, go to card shows together. And I'll never forget. Uh, I traded a Raul Mondesi. Uh, I'm sorry. I traded to get a Raul Mondesi card. I thought he was a stud, man. Uh, but I gave up a Manny Ramirez. So that was stupid. Um, but, um, yeah, man, I just is awesome. So, uh, hit my first ever home run in a game. I was not a power hitter, uh, by any means at all. Um, I hit my first home run in a game. It was a, uh, all stars. I think uh, I was 12 years old at Sterkle field, Mansfield. Um, and I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, this was the time when, uh, I'm sure it'd been going around a lot, but like to us being 12 is a big deal when major league baseball players would hit a home run. And I remember Jim telling me, you know, he'd come home and everybody just drill him on top of the helmet and just hit him, you know, as hard as they can on top of the head. And we joked around when we first got to, uh, the game, how the field, you know, the fence was a little bit shorter than, than we were normally used to. And we're like, Oh yeah, if we hit a home run, well, I never, you know, had hit one and didn't think I would, but. Um, it was a two, one count with a runner on first base. And I remember looking, uh, before the pitch, cause I was ahead in the count, you know, I want to try to hit it to, you know, the right center, f- you know, side, there was a, there's a, ga- a pretty good gap in there. If I can move the runner over, um, and I hit it and I hit it pretty good. Um, uh, but I didn't know, you know, I've never, never been there before. So I was sprinting around first base. I feel like I was like almost on second when, um, I finally realized it was a home run. Then it was like, you try to slow down. Um, you know, you, you kind of. High five, you know, Chet Yetzer was our, was our coach. He was a third base coach. I high five him as I'm going around third and I'm like having a asthma attack, like thinking, Holy smokes, dude, this is like one of the coolest things I've, I'm ever going to do in my life. But, um, it was really cool. And then obviously your teammates drilling you on top of the head. It was all worth it. Um, but, uh, you know, that was, that was, uh, my claim to fame there for a home run. Never hit one after that. Um, you know, high school, I played mostly outfield and pitcher. Um, I love to be the pitcher. I just thought that, you know, nothing happens until you decide when to throw the ball, whether it's, you know, a step off the rubber, rubber, pickoff move, wherever, uh, throw the ball, call time, whatever it is. Like you control the game. I love that aspect of it. Um, the hitter is waiting for you to decide what to do. Um, I just, I, I love the chess match between a, a pitcher and a batter. So, um, you know, I, it personally, I became a, a worse hitter as I got older, um, you know, more talented than, and that's not to brag by any means, but I, I feel like I was more talented than I was productive, I guess at the high school level baseball wise. But, um, I kind of, you know, looking back, I kind of wish my parents had pushed me a little bit more, um, you know, not to put the blame game, but, uh, you see a lot of these parents like pushing their kids too hard. Um, and sometimes I feel like, yeah, you know, sometimes that's, that's, that's good for them, but, uh, to an extent. So I, I kind of wish that they would have pushed me a little bit harder. Um, but, uh, after the high school days, I got in the slow pitch softball a little bit. Um, wasn't very good. We, I love playing. It was awesome. Uh, we were really bad, but, uh, we, we had a, uh, we were like 18, 19, 20 years old. We had a bunch of young, you know, we were a bunch of young baseball kids getting worked by older softball guys. Uh, but we had a good time. It's funny. You see these older guys, uh, softball, players that are like, you know, out of shape and everything else, but they knew how to place the ball and where to go. You know, they just knew everything. And we try to get up there and mash it and just pop out. And, um, I only played a couple of years, but I had a really good time doing it. 
Um, you know, the one in Shelby shut down uh, the field, but uh, I definitely would have would have kept playing if we had the opportunity for that. But um, you know, going up, growing up uh, as a as a fan, I remember going to uh, Indians games. Uh, my oldest brother Josh was a huge Oakland A's fan, so whenever Oakland was in town, we'd go to the games. I remember Jose Canseco being in the outfield and people just yelling at him the whole time. It was like my first uh, dose of being in public with like other people cussing. It was like awkward, like what in the world is going? Because I was a little kid, uh, but uh, that was pretty sweet going to those games and and you know being a part of that. What you see on TV every night, you you get to be a part of that, be at the game. Uh, Cincinnati went to Cincinnati to see the Braves play. I'm a huge Braves fan. Um, and I remember, uh, we somehow found out cause this is way before cell phones or like technology with that. But, um, we found out where the Braves were staying like hotel wise. And we went there, uh, to, cause I'm a big fan of like batting practice. Like, especially as a kid, like if you're going to go to a game, go extra early to watch batting practice. But, uh, we went and saw them getting on, uh, like their bus from the hotel was awesome, man. When David Justice and Ron Gant came out, I lost my flipping mind. But Kevin Mitchell went yard to win the game for the Reds, so that was that. But uh, pretty good experience. And then went to uh, PNC Park for a Braves game. Uh, PNC, obviously, in Pittsburgh. Awesome, awesome park. Still an awesome park. Um, with my wife, when uh, we were 18 years old, that was like the first, uh, you know, going to a game with, you know, out your parents paying and, and driving you there, so... That was a really uh, memorable moment. That was awesome. Uh, Braves won. And we've been to a couple other Braves games at PNC just because, you know, Pittsburgh's not that far away. Um, and a couple, you know, I feel like it usually rains there, but um, PNC is awesome. If you've never been, you need to go. Uh, surprise birthday party for me uh, last year, my 35th birthday. Um, my wife planned this trip, and we were on 71 going south and I thought we were like going to go to Columbus for the day or whatever and um, we go past Columbus I'm like what's going on she has me open up this card um, you know says happy birthday and it's a picture of uh, you know SunTrust and where we're going to sit and I'm like what what is what's what's what is this and she's like we're getting on a plane in Cincinnati and we're flying to uh, watch the um, Braves Phillies game tonight and Atlanta and I'm like holy smokes man that that is awesome so we get there uh the whole experience is awesome um SunTrust is amazing uh Battery Park around there is is awesome it's kind of it's a it's a mini mini Nashville and Nashville is phenomenal but uh really cool thing and the all-star games are going to be there uh, not this year but next year um and I definitely want to go to that but uh you know we're sitting in our seats and I'm like yeah let's let's go you know kind of check out some of the restaurants and stuff at the game. The game was kind of boring. Um, and you know, it was like two to one, whatever. And my wife's like, no, we should stay here. We, you know, we spent money and you know, time to get here. I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird, but whatever. And, uh, next thing I know, some lady comes down and she's like, uh, like an usher lady. She's like, are you Gabe Kennedy? I'm like, yes. She's like from Shelby, Ohio. I'm like, uh, yeah. I look at my wife. I'm like, what is this? And she's like, well, sorry, we, we got your email. Sorry. We couldn't put your Happy birthday on the scoreboard, but we would like to give you this bag of like, uh, you know, like memorabilia stuff. Uh, there was like a Fulton Evich, uh bobblehead and like a shirt and a towel and uh, like a mug and stuff. It was all this cool, brave stuff. And she's like, also, we would like to uh, invite you down on the field after the game for fireworks. 
And I was like, holy smoke. Like the 35-year-old Gabe was feeling like, you know, eight-year-old Gabe all over again. Uh, really, really cool moment for me. It was a top five sports moments uh, as a fan, I would say, definitely in my life. But, uh, you know, when I look back at baseball and how much it means to me, I, you know, there's a couple people I think about. Um, you know, my, my best friend, Johnny McCone, uh, you know, I played against him when we were younger. Um, you know, he played for the Masons. I played for Shelby, you know, hardware. And uh, we, we competed against each other. And uh, then obviously became teammates and all-stars. And as we got older uh, with high school and stuff. But, um, you know, I, it, when I look at Johnny McCone, that he is the ultimate competitor. Um, he's very, you know, hard on himself when he makes a mistake. But a uh, true leader, I, I really learned. Uh, I, I guess I would say I, I really learned to uh, study the game of baseball from John. Um, and I have, you know, him to, to thank for that. But, uh, Craig Corbis is another one I played with, um, growing up in elementary school, uh, really good buddies, excellent defensive catcher. Uh, he was my go-to, you know, when I was pitching, uh, when we were younger, he was always my catcher, um, and all-stars and stuff. Very smart, great blocker. Um, he was the only catcher I ever had, um, you know, when it was up to you that I had, you know, him call the game. I had complete trust and faith in him, uh, that he'd call a good game. Uh, he had the personality to calm me down or pump me up whenever, you know, he had a mound visit. And, uh, the last person, um, you know, as far as person, my age, uh, Tom Hart, RIP, RIP, but, uh, one of the toughest kids to strike out. Um, Tom was in little league. Uh, I, I had a pretty good curveball when I was younger. Uh, didn't throw real hard, but I, I felt like, uh, my command was, was good enough where I could set it up. But, uh, he always, you know, he always had a really good eye for the curveball that just missed. Um, I could never get him to chase, and every time I had a good curveball, um, you know, he would, you know, fight it off or, or get a base hit. But uh, he was one of the toughest outs, I would say, uh, for me, you know, growing up. But um, that, is, that is my baseball story. Um, I, you know, there's going to be a lot of things that after this I look back and, and think about, oh, man, I forgot this or that. But um, just in general, there's so many people – um, that have influenced me and like, you know, I, I obviously didn't play college ball, major league baseball, anything like that. But, um, just, you know, when you look back at what baseball truly does mean to you, there's so many factors and so many people, um, and events and things that, that have taken place. But, um, that is it, uh, for the bases loaded podcast for Gabe Kennedy's, uh, you know, what baseball means to me. Thanks a lot for listening.